All right. I have Frankie Chenna here today on Tell Me About It. Frankie is a Canadian TV personality, model, previous winner and host of Mr. World and Miss World. He's a talented singer who's appeared on Canadian Idol and X Factor. He's also a debate coach. He was a contestant on Canada's Smartest Person, and he's starring in a new Netflix series called Sing On. I'm going to be interviewing him today on his rise of success and how he got to where he is today. So excited to have you on today, Frankie. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. And thanks for the great bio. <laughs> no problem. I'm sure I missed a few things, but we'll get into that. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so let's just start with like, you know, you're really big in the entertainment world right now. That's kind of where you're going. And so did you always know when you were a kid that you wanted to be in the entertainment industry? It's so funny. I, I don't know why today at the gym I was having this thought, but I was just having this thought about how I really always, from a very, very young age, wanted to to do something great with my life. I always had it like in me because people always ask me like, how do you know? Or like, like what do entertainers have in common? Or people who you know do these things have in common? And I, I do really think that it was something that I just like felt. And I didn't always know if it would be singing or acting or hosting or what but I, I knew it was like in me from a very very young age and it's funny because you know you and my sister were good friends before and I remember like you'd come over to our family parties and like my parents and people would be like Frankie sing for us and you were like <laughs> up in a minute like just like, like you were meant to do that for sure so that's, that's so funny <laughs> that's good yeah nice throwback memories to those uh, dinner parties <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then there's your whole like debate coaching thing. And like, I heard that, you know, before you did want to go to law school. So did that also, was that also a goal of yours when you were younger as well? Yeah. You know, I think when I, when I was younger, I did always say, I said, um, lawyer, judge, politician, like those, that would be one of the paths that I pursued. And it ties in with public speaking and debating. It also ties in with, with entertainment. But by third, fourth year university, as I was finishing my degree, um, I made a decision to really focus on debate as a career and also entertainment as like a hobby slash career. I wanted to like keep both doors open. That's kind of been my thing my whole life is just keeping every door open because you never know what is, is exactly meant for you. You can have a, a path and an idea. And I know there are some people who just put it all in into one thing and that's amazing for them. But for me, I knew I had interests, talents in a few different areas. And I tried to just kind of always keep them afloat. Right. Um, and are you still a debate coach right now? Well, um, that is a good timely question. Um, so basically, I started um, a debate academy uh, several years ago. Uh, I've been coaching for 10 years, but started the academy a few years ago. And um, we now have, you know, nearly 300 clients. Um, we are competing all over the world. And it's been this amazing, amazing project. I was really blessed to, to be named top 30 under 30 in BC uh, for the work I've done with this company. Um, but now I'm kind of like leaving it all behind in some ways. I'm moving to Toronto uh, in a week to Ooh. pursue entertainment full time. That's so exciting. Yeah, wow. it's scary. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so your first hosting gig like what was your first big hosting gig 
Well, I mean, before the big one, it was a bunch of small ones. It was talent shows, multicultural nights, school assemblies, mm-hmm. weddings, parties, functions, you know, anything that I could just be, as you, as you said earlier, like be in front of a crowd. Mm-hmm. And then one day it went from small town, like kind of gigs to one of the biggest stages in the world, which was the Mr. World um, competition. And I was sort of just thrown into everything TV hosting, voiceovers, teleprompter, script writing, a little bit of producing skits, like everything. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love this so, so, so much. And I really, I want to do this, um, you know, for the rest of my life. So, but you were first a contestant on Mr. World, right? And you (laughs) won in 2012. Yeah, in 2012, I won Mr. Canada. I went to Mr. Worlds. I won the talent portion as a singer. Mm, okay. Um, and then two years later, they just called me out of the blue and they said, do you want to host Mr. World? And I was like, oh my God. It was the most shocking, wow. exciting phone call of my entire life. I can't even imagine. So what was it like then going from being a contestant to hosting? I mean, it was... It was actually, I think, surprisingly, a pretty smooth transition. I remember being extremely nervous. Um, I was going to be co-hosting with former Miss Worlds um, and just huge star of the Philippines, Megan Young. So I think most of my anxiety was sort of around that. Would she be nice? Would she, like, welcome me? Would she Mm -hmm. be like, oh, who is this nobody? Like, I don't want to co-host with him. And she was, like, the nicest, sweetest person and I learned so much from her and we worked so well together and we are still you know dear dear friends today and I was just so thankful that that she kind of just like welcomed me with open arms and I was able to just like pretty much learn how to be a tv host with her and and yeah it was a it was a dream come true so so cool um so we'll get into a little bit of the singing because you're obviously you know you very passionate about singing and posting about it um so you were on Canadian Idol, correct? Yeah, I mean, yes, I dabbled in it. I didn't do extremely well. I was 16. <laughs> I was just finding my voice as a young man. But I did make it to the, um, I mean, there are several producer auditions that you do for these kinds of shows. And then I made it to the celebrity judges. Um, and I got uh, four no's. Um, so I didn't no. go very far. Yeah, sadly. What? Um, but, you know, I was, I was, my voice was still developing at 16. I mean, it's still developing today, but definitely back then I wasn't ready. Um, but yeah, that was my first major singing contest along with, you know, the PNE, which is uh, Vancouver's, you know, big fair. They have a huge competition, Port Moody Idol, Tri-Cities Got Talent, Carisdale Idol, Burnaby Mountain. I like the list goes on. I did all these local talent shows. Um, so Idol was, was one of my, yeah, my first big ones. Okay. And then what about the X Factor appearance? Yeah. So that was, again, like cool, random, exciting moment in my life. I don't even know when that was. It was several (laughs) years ago. Um, A family friend uh, was going to LA to watch the X Factor. And they were like, do you want to come watch with us? We have an extra ticket. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And the whole car ride down, they're kind of saying, you know, you're going to meet Simon. You're going to sing for Simon. Like, uh, and I was like, you guys are crazy. This is like a eight, like a 15,000 person arena. Like I'm just going to be in the audience. There's, there's just not about me. It's about the people auditioning. 
And before the show started, they needed like warm up acts. So <laughs> they threw my hand in the air, they started yelling my name. And then I got to sing on the stage of X Factor USA. Um, got a really good response. There's a YouTube video, just look up Frankie China X Factor. Um, <laughs> and then afterwards, when we left, everyone like turned right, but we turned left. And there was Simon Cowell just standing oh, there. Gosh. And it was like, it's it's just, it's too like corny and one in a million to like even, when I talk about it, it doesn't even sound or feel real, but he was just standing there alone behind a fence, but having a smoke. And yeah, I basically said like, you're my idol. And I gave him my business card and nothing's come from it yet. He never called you. <laughs> he didn't, but I'm oh. hopeful that I will still get to to meet Mr. Cowell one day. <laughs> nice um i'm like jumping all over the place i know uh, well my life is a jump that's the i mean if anyone's listening they're probably like what the heck does this guy do like it's yeah. all over the place you guys this is my life so <laughs> um i wanted to ask you about canada's smartest person tv show mm, yes how the heck did you get on that and what was that experience <laughs> like well i think again the theme of this interview is go for it. Go for anything that comes your way that you think excites you, challenges you, pushes you, like motivates you. And these things, they all, they all do that. Watching X Factor, doing debate, pursuing my dreams, entering scene competitions. And just, I love television so much. So Canada's Smartest was a really cool opportunity. They were looking for people in Canada who consider themselves smart, I guess, who, um, would yeah like who who had intelligences in many ways musical mathematical um uh like visual creative like all these different things and i'm like okay yeah i consider myself a multi-faceted person so mm -hmm. i auditioned i did the tests and all of that then i was cast um by cbc and again another just super fun amazing experience yeah that's so awesome um and then this Netflix series called Sing On. So I think it's coming out this week, right? But by the time this podcast airs, it'll already be out. So Perfect. is it a Canadian show? No, it's a, it is an American series. Oh. Um, and I am the, the only Canadian um, on the series. So no uh, that's, yeah, that was really cool. Um, uh, it, the host is Titus um, from The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. And, you know, he has many other accolades. He is hilarious. He is amazing. Um, I am on episode seven. I, I can say that now. I'm on episode seven. Mm -hmm. um, and it was an absolute blast to film. And again, like we've talked about the other shows that I've been on, the other experiences I've been on. And I always like, I feel like I'm a broken record. I say dream come true, dream come true, dream come true. Mm -hmm. But this was another just, complete dream come true it was you know netflix is the biggest streaming service in the world um uh, it was incredible and i i highly suggest that everyone watches it it's a lot of fun and um yeah i'm excited for you guys to see what happened what's like what's the basis of the show yeah what is the basis of the show what what what's in the trailer <laughs> that i'm allowed to talk about um right. the basis of the show is there are six singers in an episode and they are given um, a karaoke song and they have to all sing the song. They each get a part and they are being marked on how well they hit the notes of the song. So it's like Guitar Hero or um, those oh, like you know, okay. singing machines we had as kids. 
and the contestant who sings the most on tune is safe and the other contestants have to vote each other out of the competition and basically until there's one person left standing that person wins the jackpot which is i think the grand prize was like up to 60,000 US dollars per episode so a lot of money at stake it's very you know mm -hmm. fun family friendly great songs great singers made some great friends but yeah, that's the premise of the show. So cool. I'll definitely watch it when it comes out. Yeah, super yes. exciting. Um, so you said you're moving to Toronto soon. I'm wondering mm -hmm. then, like, are you kind of pursuing one thing there or are you kind of just moving there to get in that scene? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, it is definitely to get in that scene. You know, up, up to this point in my life, I've juggled as, you, as we can tell, I've juggled a lot, a lot, a lot um, from, you know, small uh, entries into modeling and singing and a little bit of acting and hosting and everything. Um, but I think the main, the main juggling that I've been doing is debate and my business with mm. this side. So mm. now I'm taking one of the, the largest balls out of the juggling, um, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, I'm taking one of those balls out of the equation. So I'm going to juggle a little bit less and I'm going to juggle mostly focusing on TV hosting, um, and sort of like myself as a personality. Um, and, and if that means singing, then yeah, I'll sing. If that means acting, I'll act. But, but I would say TV hosting is sort of like the main, the main path that I'm going on. Cool. Um, I want to get into some of the social media questions that I got, because I got quite a few. So I want to get into them. Um, cool. The first one I have, I was a little confused because I didn't know what this person was referring to or who, but they said, what's Barney like as a person and to host with? My first thought was oh, wow. Barney, the like, you know, the TV show. And then I'm like, no, obviously not Barney. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. No. Um, okay. This is so interesting. So I guess there are some like, but well, Barney has a lot of fans. Um, so I guess one of his fans like infiltrated your like social media questions. Um, Barney was my co-host, uh, one of the co-hosts, sorry, at um, the last two times I did Miss World. Um, mm -hmm. I met Barney when he was a teenager because his mom worked for Miss World, she uh, she is the stage director. So she's the stage director. Barney would come um, like as a teen to like watch. So this is when I was first starting out, and then you know he grew up, uh, and then he got to start um, you know working on the show. And he is such a sweet and and nice guy, and an extremely talented actor. Um, he's pursuing acting in um, in the UK. Um, that's sort of his main main goal. And um, yeah, just a great guy. Nothing only great amazing things to say a good friend of mine and uh yeah okay cool uh okay next question are pageants as toxic as an environment as people say it is <sighs> oh my goodness um uh, definitely like the the, an the answer is no I i'm not pausing because the answer is yes i'm pausing because i think some pageants um are probably more toxic than others and i i'm lucky that that genuinely i'm not just saying this because i've worked for them but genuinely miss world like in the last 10 20 years is, is very different than what you would expect a pageant to be mm -hmm. um really it's it's more like a people finding competition and and not so much a beauty competition you know yes beauty is a part of it but 
beauty is also a part of the acting industry. It's part of the modeling industry. It's part of the music industry. Like at the end of the day, whether it's fair or unfair, beauty is often a standard that we look at in society. Mm -hmm. So yes, the women are beautiful, but once you get past that they're beautiful, we're really actually looking for the best human, the most talented, the most um, philanthropic, the most giving, the most kind. And and I, I swear to you, the winner of Miss World is pretty much always the person with like the most genuine personality. I've been to five Miss Worlds now and, and that is genuinely the person that wins is, is fills that quality. Um, it's not just the prettiest person. Okay, so definitely not as like, you know, super superficial as people. Yeah, not as superficial. And like, I mean, there's almost 200 contestants. Maybe two of them are, are toxic out of, you know, 200 every year. So that's like a pretty small percentage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. What is the strongest skill you've learned from being a debate coach? Um, definitely to see both sides of the coin or of the argument. Um, in debate, we have to always be able to speak on both sides of the issue. And I take that in my day-to-day -day life. When someone has an opinion that's different than mine, I can instantly turn my debate mode on and like, understand where they're coming from. It doesn't mean I always agree with them, but the ability to like know arguments from both sides is so valuable. So if I had to pick one, it would be that. Maybe also like confidence and just selling selling it, selling yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, what was your favorite hosting gig so far and your favorite TV show that you've appeared on? Oh, well, hosting... You know, I haven't, I haven't like reached my, my, um, my goals in hosting yet. I've mm -hmm. Miss World and Mr. World was an amazing gig, but I want to be able to answer that question once I have more hosting gigs under my belt. Sure. Um, obviously it would be those for now. Um, and then the favorite show that I've been on, I think I've been on like seven or eight now. So it's like, mm -hmm. I'm getting up there with these shows, but I mean, Sing On was just, was something was something very special so oh but they've all been good I don't want to I don't want to offend a show family choose. feud was amazing Canada smartest was amazing price is right was amazing let's make a all deal right. I don't want to pick one okay that's fine <laughs> um speaking of sing on how did you get your role on the show do you have an agent so it's funny most of the things that I've done have not been through an agency um, it's been through my mom and I sort of having our eyes open to casting calls. So casting calls, for those who don't know, that's a term um, in the industry, I guess, where uh, the, the shows are looking for people. And sometimes these are closed casting calls. So if you want to be on like a sitcom or those kinds of shows, you have to have an agent to get into the audition room. Um, so I do have an agent for acting, but acting is not my main pursuit for these shows like Price is Right or Sing On or Love is Blind, um, they often have open casting calls. So you have to just kind of be looking out for, um, for these things. And for Sing On, there was an open casting call for Canadian and American um, singers. Mm -hmm. And I found the call. I, then I, I, I send in a video usually. And then from there, you have interviews. And um, yeah, that's kind of the, the same procedure for almost all the things I've done. Okay. Cool. 
you're in an openly gay relationship. Someone mm-hmm. asked, what was it like when you came out to the public kind of being in this open eye and in the entertainment industry? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I, I might be a, like a boring answer, actually. The, the greatest thing about coming out for me was that almost nothing changed. And mm-hmm. I think the a fear that people have um, when thinking about coming out is that or this is definitely the fear that I had is that like, people are going to see you differently, things are going to change, you're going to be perceived differently, you're going to lose clients, you're going to lose business, you're going to lose like, just this whole catastrophic thinking that comes about. And honestly, the the reason the answer is boring is because after it happened, like almost nothing changed. I, I think from myself, I was probably a little bit more comfortable and confident and not always second guessing like, oh, did that sound gay? Like if I spoke that Mm -hmm. way or, you know, any of those horrible stereotypes or things that we're afraid of, that probably went away. Um, Other than that, like I didn't lose any family members or friends. Um, There was no like massive hate online or anything like that. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think if you live in a a liberal democracy mm-hmm. uh, in a place that accepts LGBTQ people, like you should definitely, I would say, come out. But obviously everyone knows their own circumstance. They know their safety, their family, the city they're in, the country they're in. So I don't want to ever say like always come out to everyone. I, I think you have to be very aware. Um, but for me, it was definitely the right time and the right choice. For sure. And I'm happy it, it all went so positively for you. Um, what is the hardest part about being in the entertainment industry? Rejection, (laughs) definitely (laughs) rejection. Oh my God. Like, I don't, I don't really know if people think like I'm really successful or kind of successful or crap. Like, I don't really know what people think. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I would like to think that I'm doing okay, that that people think I'm, I'm getting somewhere, but it's like, oh my God, rejection, like constant, 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 just close calls no responses, rejection, rejection, rejection. If you can't handle rejection, like you have zero chance in this industry, like completely. Um, And it's hard. It sucks, but it is what it is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Think about the LA industry, by the way, like, would you ever consider moving there? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Yeah. But basically pre COVID, the plan was actually LA. So yeah, so I know, I know, I know. So everything happens for a reason. I believe that this is the path that's meant to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was the pre COVID plan. So we will see if by 2021 or 2022, if, if that will come to fruition. But for now, it's Canada's entertainment capital. And London is also on my mind because Mm. I did Miss World in London. Um, I obviously competed for Mr. World in London. I filmed a TV show called All Together Now in London. I'm working on a project right now, hosting a virtual singing competition, which is based out of London. So, I mean, I love the UK and and that's also always on my mind as well. Cool. All right. I'm going to wrap this up with the last question of any advice for someone trying to pursue a singing or acting career in Canada? Um, I think the answer to that is like, it's such a cliche answer. I say it all the time when I'm asked this question, but you have to work like so hard at whatever you want. It it can't just be like this side thing of like, oh, I want to be an actress, but like you don't take classes or you're not doing like every school play or you're not practicing. Like whatever you want to do, you better at the very least have spent your like 10,000 hours like practicing it. That is like the bare minimum. Like, do not talk to me if you haven't like started with that. 
once you're there, you've done your practice, then it's really about meeting the right people and putting yourself out there. Um, again, I've auditioned for hundreds or thousands of things, like even TV commercials. I've auditioned for like probably a hundred to 500 in my life. Mm-hmm. I have booked zero TV commercials. My mother has wow. booked three. My mother has booked three and just <gasps> started auditioning in the last two years or three years. So it's like, even that is something I still do. I love TV commercial auditions. I get callbacks, I get close. And mm-hmm. uh, you have, so it's like rejection, putting yourself out there and, and hard work. I think mindset too. And like, I'm curious, do you believe in like the law of attraction type of thing? <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to believe in it. I want yeah. to, but there have been some things that I feel like I've law of attracted so much and didn't happen. So I don't know. I, you can't I'm say on you that boat too just, okay yeah like you can't say you don't believe it just because one thing didn't happen so I don't want to be like petty and be like oh I really wanted this one thing and I didn't get it so law of attraction doesn't exist totally but I don't know I, I don't I don't have a uh what's it called the board um oh like a vision board or yeah a vision board I don't have a vision board right now maybe in Toronto I'll make one at this point I don't have a vision board <laughs> all right Well, that's all I have for you today. Again, thanks so much for coming on. It was really interesting to hear about your life and catch up a bit. So thank you so much. Maybe tell people if they're interested where they can find you on Instagram or YouTube, wherever. Oh, yeah. Um, I am at Frankie Chenna, F-R-A-N-K-I-E-C-E-N-A on Insta, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And Sing On airs airs on Netflix around the world um, starting September 16th. And um, please, if you watch it, um, you know, repost, uh, take a photo of me or take a clip of me. That would mean the world to me. Um, And and, and yeah, please watch because I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Awesome. So exciting. Thanks, Frankie. Thank you.